tonight on Truth Today. With God, all things are possible. We're going to be talking about mission possible with God and the fact that there's a supernatural battle right now raging. The battle between the supernatural of God and the supernatural of the enemy. We're going to be discussing transhumanism, AI, UFOs, and also talking about how to prepare ourselves for all that is ahead in these last days. So much more right now on Truth Today. Well, thank you for joining us tonight here on Truth Today. Uh, my name is Pastor Sharam Hadian with Truth and Love Ministry, where we are committed to speaking the truth in love, as the Bible commands us to do in the book of Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, that is the verse that our ministry was founded upon where we're going to equip the saints for the work of the ministry and speak the truth and love on all matters to the best of our ability, and especially in these last days where there is so much deception. And tonight, uh, before I get into the show, as, as usual, I just want to remind you again, please visit our website. Um, it's important for you to check out the website because we have a lot of information on there. We have our events calendar. You can sign up for our email newsletter. You can connect to our podcast our Rumble page. And speaking of our Rumble page, please go to um, rumble.com, rumble.com slash Ramhadian, rumble.com slash Ramhadian to check out our page, all of our content. Please subscribe, please like, and please share because we need your help to get our views up and get our subscribers uh, up there since we have been deplatformed about a year ago now, a year, year and a half ago from YouTube. Um, so we're going to jump into the show tonight. We'll, we'll have a, uh, a more to say on, on the ministry and some upcoming travel again. Uh, and uh, some of our newest DVDs, our brand new DVD will be coming out soon. I'll be talking about that later in the show. But uh, as I was praying uh, about the show tonight, as I do every week, uh, I, I, I pray that the Holy Spirit would make these shows applicable and timely and prophetic um, obviously grounded in the truth of the Word of God, but um, sometimes, you know, the Spirit goes in a different direction than I thought. There's a lot of recent articles, a lot of news out there. There's a lot of um, traffic, but what is the Spirit saying? And I felt tonight that um, the Spirit wants to bring out that there is a raging battle. There's a raging battle between the supernatural of God, the supernatural of the Holy Spirit, the supernatural that is found in the Word of God, uh, that in this ministry, we believe that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hasn't changed. And so those things that are written in his word are still true and applicable. Uh, it's the same God. And therefore, the supernatural element of God is not only still there, but it's going to be hugely manifested, especially in these last days and the last minutes of the last days. So as we are waiting upon the return of the Lord, as we're waiting upon the, 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 the victorious, triumphant return of Christ to this earth, 
for his church first, for his church first, and then to come and to set up his kingdom on this earth. We know that in these days, as God is going to manifest supernatural things, so is Satan. In fact, as we've covered so many times in this ministry, we know that the Antichrist and the false prophet of Revelation 13, they're going to do signs and wonders. And this is something that Jesus has warned us about, to be aware of the deception. Take heed that no one deceives you, Matthew 24, 3, because in the last days there will be great deception. And I want to highlight this tonight because, here's why, uh, uh, Tuesday night after the show that we did on Tuesday, uh, my wife and I and my oldest son, we went out to see a movie. And there's a lot of hype. Of course, now, remember I told you a couple weeks ago, I highly recommend to go see Sound of Freedom. Uh, Last I checked, it's almost at $130 million, which is incredible, phenomenal. I pray that it will absolutely, absolutely change the landscape of the conversation. We did a show two weeks ago that I titled God's Children Are Not For Sale. And I want to encourage you to please go and watch this show that we did uh, about how how, uh, passionate I believe the Lord is on protecting us, but you know, protecting his children, but especially little children, and how we ought to be protecting children uh, at all costs. Powerful. But we didn't go to see that movie again, although I want to see it again. Uh, we went to see Mission Impossible, the brand new Mission Impossible movie. It's the seventh installment called Dead Reckoning. And um, it's a long movie, about two hours and 45 minutes, and it was very intense, lots of action, of course, lots of crazy stunts and all that kind of stuff, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody that still wants to go see it. Um, There was some language in it. There's like one kind of inappropriate part uh, where they're in this club, but... What struck me about this movie, and of course there is, um, uh, there's some plot twists that I think are, 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 I don't quite understand yet, but it is supposed to be part one of part two. I think they're coming out with part two next year, uh, sometime in June, I think it's scheduled to come out, uh, part two of this Dead Reckoning. It's going to be, uh, I think, the eighth movie. And Tom Cruise is like, I don't know, he's like 98 years old or something. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I think he's 60 years old. But um, he, he's already said that he wants to keep doing stunts till he's like 80 years old. All right, well, you know, we'll see how that goes. But anyway, what was interesting about the movie, and again, without giving out too much of a plot twist, there is a major, 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 major emphasis on AI and, 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 and the power of AI in this movie. And again, I'm not trying to give it away, so hopefully if you've seen some of the trailers, you... Um, you know, you'll uh, be able to maybe pick some of that up. But so this may be like a like a mini spoiler, but there's so much more that I'm not going to tell you. But it struck me how much Hollywood and how much those behind these type of movies oftentimes are telegraphing and preparing the world for what's coming. 
where we oftentimes see things in movies that are just reflections of things that are about to happen. Maybe in a few months, maybe in a few years. And so we've seen in movies, you know, various technologies that have been presented. There's some of that in this movie. There's a lot of that in this movie. But, and again, uh, overall, you know, amazing action, uh, some plot twists that, um, you know, we're all over the place a little bit. But I think, you know, is it worth it? I think it's worth it to go see it once. Um, my, my wife uh, doesn't handle, uh, she loves the action, but she doesn't handle it great. She gets scared. And so uh, my arm was pretty numb from her grabbing my arm during some of these scenes. But it was, it, it's actually very fast-paced. So they do a really good job of the editing of it because it's very, very fast-paced. But anyway, not trying to, I'm not a movie critic here. and That's not what the show is about. But I was struck by the fact that, you know, of course, the movie is based upon Tom Cruise and this, this, this clandestine agency that's called the IMF, the Impossible Mission Force. And I kept thinking about how, you know, the premise of the movie is that, well, you know, all these things that are impossible for these guys, it's possible. But there's no mention of God. There's no reliance on God. And as I said, in this movie, there is a major influence that you're going to see with uh, artificial intelligence and with technology. Big, big, big part of it. So again, I apologize if that was a little bit of a spoiler alert, but you still got to, you know, if you're going to go see it, you'll go see it and you'll understand more of what I'm talking about. Um, and I thought we need to prepare the body of Christ that there is going to be, and there always has been since the fall of man, a counterfeit. Satan is a counterfeit. That's why we call it the Antichrist. And as God has promised, and I want you to turn with me in your Bibles, we always start in the Word of God, so let's go there. Let's start in the Bible, as we always, always, always do, because we want to have our foundation set. We're going to go back to Acts chapter 2, and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit during uh, Peter's sermon, uh, right at the day of Pentecost, right? The Holy Spirit's poured out, they're, they're in Jerusalem, it's Shavuot, it's 50 days after Passover, the counting of the Omer, and now uh, you have the Holy Spirit coming upon them, uh, the, the disciples, they're empowered, and uh, Peter is, is empowered by the Holy Spirit uh, to, to preach this message, and it says here in Acts chapter 2 that Peter references the prophet Joel's message from the book of Joel chapter 2, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So we know there's going to be an increase of prophecy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. But sometimes old men may see visions and young men may have dreams. Now, for me, one of the ways that the Lord works is that I have dreams. I, I've never, to this top point in my walk with Christ 24 years, I've never had an open vision um, where, that you would describe as an open vision. I've certainly had um, vivid, vivid dreams. 
some that have that have absolutely uh, materialized in short period of time, some later. In fact, I remember um, in Spokane before we moved to Spokane, Washington from Western Washington. Uh, Spokane, of course, is in Eastern Washington. I had a dream about the house we were going to buy before I even saw it. Very vivid dream. Locations, the 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 the, um, the, the road. We had a half mile gravel driveway. I saw all of that, the trees, and it's very unique, the trees that are in eastern Washington compared to western Washington. I saw all of that in my dream, and we ended up buying that house. And so for us and our ministry, Truth and Love, we believe that God is, again, absolutely real. We are not cessationists. We do believe in the fivefold ministry, uh, uh, pastor, uh, prophet, apostle, evangelist, and teacher. Although I do, we do not support, I do not support big apostle today. We, I, I still believe in the apostolic calling, but not the apostles who wrote the New Testament uh, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Um, we believe in the gifts of the Spirit, the fullness of the gifts of the Spirit. All the gifts are available today, including the gift of tongues, including the gift of prophecy, including the gift of healing. I believe all those things are still real and, and, and available. So this is not a shock that what is happening here in Acts chapter 2, which by the way, remember, it, it, the beginning of the church is the beginning of the dispensation. So the church, the, the church beginning right here at Pentecost is the beginning that now we are in year 2000 of the church approximately. And so therefore... We are at a place where um, this dispensation of the church age, which will end with the tribulation, because the tribulation is a separate dispensation, Daniel chapter 9, dealing with the Jewish people and the city of Daniel, which is Jerusalem. But the church age dispensation, we are in the last days. I mean, in one sense, we've been in the last days for 2,000 years. But we're in the last minutes of the last days, given all the events that are happening in the world. And so it's very applicable that this outpouring is still continuing and will continue. And then it says, um, on my men servants and my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. I shall show wonders in the heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. That has not happened yet, correct? The day of the Lord has not yet come. So therefore, this is ongoing. This outpouring of the Spirit is ongoing. And it is, it is fluctuated depending on God's people and the desire of God's people for the outpouring of the Spirit. And it shall come to pass that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's what it's really about, right? Verse 21 of chapter 2 of Acts is really what it's all about. Because the outpouring of God's Spirit isn't so we can have a great revival moment. It's so that people can see the manifest supernatural power of God and come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ as Lord, as Savior, as the Messiah, as the Son of God, as the only one who has taken the sins of the world upon himself he has defeated death. He has defeated sin. He is the way, the truth, and the life, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Lamb of God, and there is no other name by which man can be saved. Amen?
So now, given this premise, I want to get into our, to our, 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 our um, title tonight of our show, that instead of mission impossible, we're looking at mission possible with God. Because the mission is absolutely possible in that we are called to take the gospel into the ends of the earth, to the ends of the earth. We're called to go, Matthew 28, into all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, making disciples and teaching in the name of Jesus to obey Jesus. That's our call. That's our commission. And in these last days, we need great power because there is great opposition, right? As we get closer to the end and Satan's manifestation is increasing, the manifestation of evil, the manifestation of the demonic, the manifestation of the evil supernatural, because again, I didn't finish this thought. As God is manifesting his supernatural spirit, in the last days, so will Satan manifest a counterfeit of that spirit. And that's what we have to be on guard for. We have to be on guard for supernatural experiences. So you cannot, please hear my exhortation, you cannot just pursue um, or even, God forbid, lust after. I'm not saying it's always lust, but you can't pursue or make it unclean where you're going after just a supernatural experience. We all love to have a supernatural experience with the Lord, but we have to be grounded in truth. We have to be grounded in discernment. We have to be grounded in reason. We have to be grounded in the Holy Spirit. We have to be grounded because just because I don't have a feel-good moment or a you know, a warm, fuzzy feeling, or just because I may not break out in tongues or, uh, you know, uh, fall over and be slain in the Spirit uh, by the Holy Spirit, just because those things don't happen doesn't mean that God is not moving. It doesn't mean that God is not still on His throne. And in fact, we have to rest upon the fact that even if we don't have those experiences, which I believe are going to happen, don't get me wrong, but we have to rest on the fact that we're going to stand on our faith and trust that with God, all things are possible. All things. The mission is absolutely possible with God. The, and, and by the way, in, in, in Mission Impossible, there's always tension, right? Because is the mission going to fail? Are they going to get it? Are they going to do it? Are they going to die? But with God, the mission is going to happen. Amen? The mission is going to get accomplished. The gospel will advance to the ends of the earth. The kingdom will rise. The remnant church will stand. And we will see victory in the end. Even if I lose my life. Even if I die. Because why? God is victorious. The mission is, is won. It's already won. We just, have to, we, just have to, we just have to run it out. We just have to run the race. We just have to actually go out and carry out the mission. We got to go out and put our lives on the line and carry out the mission as they do in the movie. As the theme of Mission Impossible, right? 
They, they go out, they put their lives on the line. A lot of people don't, a lot of times, people don't even know. They don't even know that they're putting their lives on the line. And just like us, we don't need everybody to know how, what we're doing for the kingdom, but we got to do it. We got to be faithful to do it because God is worthy of that and it's and possible. And so I want to go through some verses here again, reiterating this. I'm going to start with the book of Matthew chapter 19. Now, in context, this is talking about the rich young ruler. Remember the, the, the story about the, uh, the ruler. It says, Now behold, one came and said to him, Good, teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? So he, Jesus, said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, and that is God. But if you want to enter into life, meaning eternal life, keep the commandments. He said to him, which ones? Jesus said, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, all these things I have kept from my youth, what do I still lack? Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. Now, there's a whole story there, there's a whole sermon in this passage about the fact that the rich young ruler is claiming, I'm a righteous man, look, I've kept the Ten Commandments, and yet he wasn't willing to go sell. Jesus knew his weakness. Jesus knew his sticking point. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. He wasn't willing to give up his possessions. And so Jesus said to his disciples, Assuredly, I say to you that it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And when his disciples heard it, they were greatly astonished, saying, Well, who can, then who can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said to them, With men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. All things are possible. And again, what's the number one mission? The number one mission is for us to go into the world and take the gospel, take the message of the cross, take the message of Jesus Christ, take the message and the power of victory over sin and death and sexual immorality and gender confusion and drug abuse and all of these things and say, you have victory in Jesus Christ. Come out. Come out. Well, first of all, believe. Believe on the name of the Lord to be saved. Then once you're saved, then what we have to pray for is not just the Holy Spirit. The Bible says the Holy Spirit will come upon us and we become the temple of the Holy Spirit. But what? We also have to pray for the infilling of the Spirit, which I believe is an absolutely separate event. Now, can they happen simultaneously, meaning you receive the Lord and now all of a sudden you get this infilling of the Holy Spirit where you can receive gifts and, and, and various um, uh, supernatural manifestations, healing. Yes, that's possible. Or it could come later. You're, 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 you have the Holy Spirit in you. You're filled with the Spirit, but now you have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit where uh, one is baptizing by water, John the Baptist came to baptize by water, but Jesus comes to baptize by fire, right? 
So now he's baptizing by fire, and that baptism of the Holy Spirit is a fresh infilling. And it can happen repeatedly and at different parts in our lives. So I encourage you, seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Seek those things. But don't put your entire faith on those things because whether with the gift of tongues or not, you still are going to walk out and you're still going to receive the word of the truth and the Holy Spirit's uh, gifting of discernment and understanding of revelation, whether you have the gift of prophecy or not, whether you have the gift of discernment or not, whether you have some of these gifts, it does, the gift of healing, it doesn't matter. Ultimately, yes, they're good. But what matters ultimately is your obedience to the truth and making sure you're grounded in that truth because there's a lot of battle over the supernatural. And that's why I just feel, and I hope I'm doing some justice to this tonight, folks, because I really feel impressed that that's what the Lord wants to bring out is that in this hour uh, of, of supernatural, we have to remember, number one, that with God, everything is possible. Everything, even those things that seem impossible, supernaturally impossible, right? With God, that's our title tonight, right? Again, that with God, it's mission possible. Mission possible with God. But with, with, this, with, with the devil, with the devil, it's what? It's counterfeit. It's counterfeit. And we have to be on guard. Let's go to a par the parallel verse to Matthew here in Luke 18. Again, talking about the rich to enter, entering the kingdom of heaven. Same thing, the story is told, easier for, easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Um, then who can be saved? Jesus says, what is impossible with man is possible with God. Amen. Then in Philippians chapter 4 in verse 13, I'm sorry, um, yeah, verse 13, uh, starting in verse 10, it says, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at Last, your care for me has flourished again, though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am in to be content. So we want to learn contentment even if I don't have, even if I'm lacking something that I think I need. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need. So I may be hungry and I may be full at the same time. And I may have seasons. I may abound and I may suffer need. But in all things, verse 13, in all things, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Because why? With God, it's not impossible, it's possible. Mission possible with God again. And then finally in Luke Chapter 1, you have the incredible story of Mary um, becoming impregnated by the Holy Spirit and not knowing how this is possible. Verse 34, chapter 1 of Luke, then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? I'm a virgin. I've never been with a man. How can it be that I'm pregnant? That's impossible. 
And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, also what seemed impossible, right? And this is now the sixth month of, for her who was called barren. For, verse 37, with God, nothing will be impossible. Amen? Nothing is impossible. Even a virgin becoming pregnant with the living son of God. Nothing is impossible with God. It's mission possible with God. But that mission possible must be also grounded because the mission possible is going to be supernatural. We're going to see God do incredible, just like this story that I just read out of Luke chapter 1 about Mary, right? That was a supernatural event. Biologically, scientifically impossible, right? Absolutely impossible. When there's no seed of man present, how can a woman become pregnant? It is impossible. But with God, it is possible because it was supernatural. The supernatural implanting of the seed of the Messiah in the womb of the woman, totally supernatural. And Satan is going to counterfeit. There is going to be off-the-charts supernatural things that are going to happen that we have to be discerning. So let me go to a couple of um, headlines. Uh, let's go to this first article, Dry. End-time technology is here. Um, if you have that article, please bring that up. The end-time technology is here. And are you, the question is, are you, are we being deceived? Now, this article is about two or three years old, which is interesting because it's before, uh, I think it's actually right before COVID. And in Mark 13, he, the article quotes, many will come in my name claiming that I am the Christ and will deceive many. Again, the warning in Matthew 24, Mark 13, take heed that no one deceives you. That's why our ministry exists. Our ministry exists to make sure that not one Christian is being deceived and many are being deceived. But um, we're talking about incredible things uh, with technology, particularly with artificial intelligence, transhumanism. The article goes and talks about how Google, we, we, you, just saw, you just saw a notification from um, Twitter that it's going to become now X and that instead of having physical people running and checking things, they're going to have AI. They're going to have the chatbot GPT and, and they're going to have AI and all this stuff running, running stuff. And um, this is, again, three, four years ago. Google back then was in the article talking about how they're using AI and how even though currently it's programmed uh, in every industry, such as robots and cars, they describe the fact that AI is, quote, evolving and how the government is monitoring and controlling people through technology today. Well, we know that now. We know how much social media, the big tech, control people, the algorithms, uh, shadow banning, um, and working for the government. And 
they, in the article, they go and talk about that at Google and through ventures like what's called the 2045 initiative, which started in 2011, nanotechnology, the goal is nanotechnology will be interwoven into our brains to bring us cybernetic immoral, immorality. Yeah, immorality as well, but cybernetic immortality, both immorality and immortality, because if you erase our God conscience, right? If you can subdue our God conscience, the sense of right and wrong, well, now we are going to be immoral people. We will not have a conscience. Um, and what some are calling in this article, quote, spiritual self-improvement. The 2045 initiative is a glimpse of future technology being developed now and how robots and artificial, artificial intelligence intelligence will play a part in controlling society. Again, the whole aspect of the mark, the whole aspect of digital currency, the whole aspect of digital ID and so forth and so on. And though just a few years ago, some of this technology seemed far-fetched, now it is not. For example, they were talking about, remember the Jetsons? And they used to have flying taxis. Well, if back in 2019, Uber uh, has, has, has mentioned that they are working on Uber air taxi service, which they plan on operating uh, in just a you know, few years, although I think they were gonna do it sooner, um, but we'll see that. So much technology with um, uh, the government being able to listen to our phone calls, track our phones, right, everything. By the way, uh, at our August 21st Patriot Network meeting here in Knoxville, Tennessee, we're gonna be doing a teaser for a digital boot camp that we're gonna be doing August 26th, Saturday, here in Knoxville. And the purpose of the digital boot camp is about a three and a half, four hour boot camp, plus about two hours for answering questions and all these things, um, is it, it, it how to basically get all of the tracking and things as best as possible off all your devices, your computer, um, your phone, um, anything you can do. So uh, we, we're going to try to live stream that event. I'll have more information about that next month. But the fact that we know that persecution is going to increase and government's going to use technology to surveil and persecute uh, when you are not, w w when they demand obedience and, and you and I are going to say, well, I'm sorry, I have to obey God rather than government. I just did a presentation on that last Sunday, the battle between obeying God versus government. And we're gonna, we'll put that up on a Rumble page here soon. So um, it is truly remar remarkable as we see this antichrist spirit rising. Here's another article, Dry. Let's go to this article from uh, Harbinger Daily. Can you go to this one by Alex Newman, Transhumanism? Uh, globalist, right there, globalist promise to improve on God's design of man. So they want to mix and merge um, AI, the nanotechnology in the brain, uh, Neuralink, that's Elon Musk's thing, Neuralink, where they want to implant that, implant that chip that's interfaced with outside technology. And this is written by Alex Newman. 
And one of the things he talks about, again, is the fourth industrial revolution, where the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab, right? Remember the Great Reset? We've been talking about this, and that I believe more and more and more that the Great Reset could be the um, agreement, the affirmation of the covenant. Remember in the book of Daniel, chapter 9, the two words that are used in the Hebrew uh, for uh, he will affirm a covenant, the word affirm and then the word covenant. The word covenant is bereath, which means an agreement or, you know, bereath was, was like, like, a met, like a wedding agreement, right? You have a covenant in marriage. And then the word affirming is the word in the Hebrew gabar, which means mighty, strong, or great. And so I'm just hypothesizing that it very well could be that now the great reset is the covenant, is the foundation that, that, that the Antichrist... Uh, is going to get the world to agree to. Uh, remember the United Nations, our show again, if you have not watched it yet, uh, UN proposes a seven-year plan. Could this be the tribulation? They actually come out and say, we need seven years to accelerate our goals for Agenda 2030, where they want total control of the world. And all this stuff, by the way, is in Agenda 2030 that I'm talking about. So the article talks about that fourth industrial revolution, shaping the future uh, of humanity. And um, they want external devices, right? They want external devices to become implanted in our bodies, in our brains, to interface. Um, and it goes on to talk about these technological upgrades and implants. Under the guise of convenience, thousands of Swedes have already implanted microchips in their hands. These RFID chips can and do function as vaccine passports, money, and keys all rolled into one. Meanwhile, the mainstream media has been marketing the chips to Americans for years. There will be no doubt that they will accelerate as government and central banks uh, move, around, uh, move around the concept of digital payments in favor of digital payments, right? While the World Health Organization advances global digital health certificates. At some point, refusing to have one may make it difficult to operate in society or even buy or sell the article goes on. The microchips under the skin are just one small step compared to what transhumanist advocates are planning. Um, among these schemes uh, that they're, they're actually pushing now in education, United, uh, United States Department of Education uh, issued a report titled, quote, Enhancing Teaching and Learning Through Educational Data Mining and Learning and Analytics offers a sneak peek into the future, um, talks about then the United Nations, uh, remember again, COVID, surveillance under the skin, Yuval Harari, all those things. And of course, he talks about Elon Musk with Neuralink, uh, where they, are, uh, they have now gotten approval for human trials in um, May, the device, a computer system that replaces part of the skull and is wired into the brain allows a user's brain to interface directly with computer systems. Eventually, Musk bragged that it would be able to, quote, write on the brain by stimulating it with electricity. It will be perfect for living in the metaverse. And the article goes on, talks about that the goal of this all is to hijack your mind, your thoughts, Genetically engineering everyone and everything, including food and humans. Wow, there's a lot there. Um, 
In 2018, Bill Gates touted genetic engineering of everything, including babies, in a bizarre piece headlined, Gene Editing for Good. Writing in Foreign Affairs, the mouthpiece of the Council on Foreign Relations, a globalist think tank that essentially serves the U.S. headquarters of the deep state, Gates argued that genetically modified crops, livestock, and people were necessary. Apparently, the genetic codes for people and other living things written by God were not good enough. But Gates and his totalitarian buddies promised to improve on these original genes. And now the technology to, quote, hack, remember again, Yuval Harari, the so-called software of life, is ubiquitous and well understood. As Moderna's top scientist put it, 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 put it in a 2021 speech about hacking the operating system of all life forms. In particular, he explains how mRNA genetic information injected into an organism can seize control of the being's cells and protein manufacturing processes, just like the mRNA, quote, vaccines for COVID use man-made genetic code to mass produce toxic spike proteins in the cells of recipients. And it goes on and on. So great article, encourage you. That's on Harbinger's Daily, Alex Newman. I'm going to try to have Alex on, actually. I'm going to call him. He's a friend. We've talked I've been at conferences. I'm going to have him come and talk about this article. I, I want to have him come and share more about, um, you know, some of what he's seeing in, in, in research. But listen, the point that I'm trying to make tonight is that there's going to be this battle, and we see it already. The supernatural battle between the supernatural of God and the supernatural of the devil, of the enemy, of what's demonic. And they're against each other. And we have to have great wisdom and discernment and knowledge to know what is what and to not get sucked into it. And with God, there will be supernatural things that will be possible. Here's another headline that you don't have up there, Dariah. Um, this is InfoWars, and for, I, forgive me for the language. It's in the article. All hell is breaking loose. Congress launches hearings. You can't make this stuff, stuff up. Talk about a distraction from what's really happening, right? You want to talk about distractions? Hearings on interdimensional alien invaders. That's what we have in Congress as Democratic Party officially calls for homeland security to arrest conservatives for populist ideas. Welcome to the New World Order, the article says. And here's another article um, that is a little bit of satire, but in the Federalist, let's bring this one up, Jariah, please. A, go ahead. Aliens have visited America, and this is what they saw. That's a little bit of satire because they're talking about the concept of, of aliens uh, could talk if there were aliens. Uh, what would they say about modern-day America, our um, borders, and so forth? In substantial congressional testimony this week, a former high-level Pentagon official said that the U.S. government has made physical contact with, quote, non-human biologics recovered from unearthly spacecrafts. But then it goes on to talk about these OWTFs and what would they say if they saw America uh, entertained by the ongoing drama engulfing the U.S. president and his professed drug addict son, uh, anyway, it's an interesting article, but you have all of now this growing hype about UFOs. Here we go again. 
And folks, let me be very clear where we stand on this issue, where I stand on this issue. I do not believe that there's aliens out there. I believe that those are demons. If there is any manifestation of quote-unquote aliens, it's either the fact that there are highly, highly intelligent, designed um, space vehicles, things that are actually designed by the government. Uh, I, I don't think it's impossible for Satan to give knowledge, limited knowledge of future technology to man, right? We know that Satan can come into the world and the sons of God can intermarry with the daughters of man and have uh, Nephilim, have uh, biologically altered uh, children. So why would it be impossible for Satan to give knowledge, technological knowledge, that is far, further ahead, that then uh, man would say, oh, look, these are from aliens. Aliens have seeded the planet. Aliens have put life on the planet. It's not God. It's aliens. So here's this battle again between the supernatural of God and the supernatural of the enemy because it's more believable that an alien has seeded the planet rather than God being our creator. And now the focus is on UFOs while... We have um, much deeper stories like World War III, like what the globalists are doing, like the fact that they're about to implement digital currency within a year, year and a half, two years max, digital ID. Next year, we're going to give up sovereignty to the World Health Organization. Um, we have the most corrupt government in our history, uh, crackhead Hunter Biden. I'll get to that story in a minute. All of this, all of this, and we're going to talk about aliens. Um, crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But that's the distraction. Don't get distracted. Focus on the mission. Focus on the mission. Focus on the truth. Focus on getting the truth out. Focus on obeying God and serving the Lord. Let's not get distracted with these things. Don't, get, don't even get distracted with the elections, per se. We have to vote, pray, but don't get distracted too much. Focus on the mission because what's, the, what's our theme tonight again? Mission possible with God. That's our theme tonight, right? That's our, that's our um, subject that we have to focus on the mission. And God's mission is not impossible. God's mission is possible with him, through his strength, through his power, through his supernatural manifestation, through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we have victory and the mission is possible. Speaking of distractions, did you see uh, that Hunter Biden's sweetheart deal that he had gotten was rejected? This is incredible. Let's go to the Gateway Pundit article, please, Drya, about details of Hunter Biden's collapsed, uh, no, not that one. Um, there should be another one there that was the Gateway Pundit. Um, okay, you don't have that one? All right, uh, let me just read this one and then get that other one ready, that one you just finished with, because I'm going to reference that as well. So, detail, details of Hunter, no, not that one, the one from um, the Federalist, I think it is. 
Um, no, I'm sorry, that one, the Geller report, that one. Keep that one ready. I'll come up to that in a second. Uh, details of Hunter Biden's collapse plea deal released. Did you know? Blanket immunity was hidden in paragraph 15 of pretrial diversion agreement. That's why I believe that Judge Mary Ellen Norieka rejected the shameless sweetheart plea deal for Hunter Biden. Hunter was only charged with two misdemeanors related to tax fraud, and he will avoid prison time on a felony gun charge. According to the DOJ's sweetheart deal, Biden received blanket immunity or would receive blanket immunity from all future charges. And that was hidden. It wasn't in the main brief. But this fell apart, ending, uh, and he ended up pleading not guilty to the charges. Former Assistant U.S. Attorney Will Scharf broke down the DOJ's sneaky sweetheart plea deal. And the sweetest part of the deal, the blanket immunity, wasn't even in the plea agreement. Biden's blanket immunity was hidden in paragraph 15 of the pretrial diversion agreement on the felony gun charge. And so in Hunter's case, according to what folks in the courtroom have told, his plea was structured under federal rule of criminal procedure, which is usually just a plea in return for a joint sentencing recommendation only and contain no information on its face about other potential charges. Instead, DOJ and Hunter's lawyers effectively hid that part of the agreement in what was publicly described as a pretrial diversion uh, relating to the gun charge. And what was in it? Let's go to the next article. Foreign agent in the White House, Hunter's corrupt plea deal lays out just how much he got from the Chinese, Ukrainian, and Romanian ops. So folks, what was in the plea deal? that there would be no charges filed against Hunter for any collusion, any foreign money, any influence, and really it was also going to protect Papa Joe, not just son, but dad. Um, under the pretrial diversion agreement put forward by the government, DOJ would potentially be unable to pursue any charges related to tax, drug, or firearms allegedly committed by Mr. Biden between 2014-2019, far broader than the relatively limited scope the deal initially presented to the public. But it uh, went on because the judge expressed that the broad nature of the agreement could limit the government's options to pursue future cases with new evidence, including potential violations of the Foreign Agent Registration Act by Mr. Biden. So here are six, six takeaways because the judge said, I don't understand the scope of this deal. Five times, if there was any precedent for such a one-sided plea agreement, like he gave to Hunter. Um, he said, no, all five times, and even admitted this was crafted to suit the facts and circumstances. Uh, the judge, of course, denied the plea deal after she questioned the constitutionality of the immunity Hunter would receive. And it lays out, watch this. It lays out, 2017, one of the years Hunter Biden is charged with failing to pay taxes, he earned under a million dollars from a company he formed with the CEO of a Chinese business conglomerate, $666,666 from his domestic business interests, approximately 
over $600,000 from a Chinese infrastructure investment company, $500,000 in director's fees from a Ukrainian energy company, $70,000 relating to a Romanian business, $48,000 from multinational law firm. He further negotiated and executed contracts for businesses and legal services that paid millions of dollars of compensations to him and his domestic corporation, Owasco. But of course, this ties back, folks, to the dad. When his dad was vice president of the United States under Obama, and then subsequently to his dad when Trump was president and dad is still running these shell games, and these whistleblowers have come forward from the FBI and the IRS proving that they have the information. So this is a sweetheart deal from the IRS. It's a sweetheart deal from the DOJ. It's a sweetheart treatment from the FBI. And yet those entities will go after Trump all day long with corrupt charges. They will go after pro-lifers and conservatives. And again, you, you saw the headline that I just read from InfoWars that the Democrat Party officially calls for Homeland Security to arrest conservatives for their ideas while they're investigating aliens. And here's another shocker, not really, that I just predicted last week. Because remember, I was shocked that Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, came out and talked about that, oh, I'm, I'm open to an impeachment inquiry. Oh, that didn't last very long. Let's go to our headline, Drya. Shocker. Let's go to the shocker headline. Bring this up, please. McCarthy backtracks on impeachment of Joe Biden during Thursday's press briefing, surprising no one because now Congress will take month-long vacation starting Friday night, so nothing's going to happen now. And so, no surprise, he's backtracking already. And uh, you got members of the Senate claiming that they don't know if Biden's crimes match the level of impeachment. Yet, they impeach Trump over a phone call with Ukraine. They impeach Trump over the so-called insurrection. This is such two-tiered, three-tiered, four-tiered justice, folks. Corrupt beyond measure. But again, tonight, don't get distracted by all of these events. Don't let this shake our foundation. Because God's in control, God's sovereign, and the mission goes forth. The mission of presenting Jesus to a broken and lost world, the mission of coming against this evil, the mission of praying for and exposing the darkness. Truth is sunlight to evil, folks. Remember that. Truth is sunlight to evil. We must continue in the mission of exposing the darkness, speaking the truth in love, and let the ultimate mission go forward. And the ultimate mission is to make Christ known. That's the ultimate mission. This world is fleeting, folks. We're in the last minutes of the last days. So much prophecy is being fulfilled, but be on guard, be on guard for, this, for, 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 the, for the deceiving supernatural nature of the enemy. 
Satan is going to counterfeit Christ. And while God is going to move in the outpouring of the Spirit in the last days and it's going to be supernatural, so Satan will come with AI, transhumanism, Neuralink, UFOs, aliens, other supernatural things that are going to pervert and deceive billions of people. And only a remnant shall not fall for it. Be part of that remnant, please. Be grounded in the truth, please. If you've enjoyed our show tonight, um, I thank you for watching. I want to encourage you very quick, visit our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Please subscribe to our email newsletter and please uh, check out our events calendar. We are going to be traveling again this month, uh, sorry, the month of August. I'm going to be in Wisconsin on the 12th, the Wisconsin on the 14th, and then Minnesota on the 15th, 16th, and 17th. So five nights. Uh, please check out our events calendar. All of those are our events calendar if you're in one of those states. Um, I'm preferably trying to set up a trip to uh, North and South Dakota. Um, so would you pray with us that God would open doors for this ministry? These are tough days. And I have to be honest with you, these are days that our window, the ears to listen to these messages are less and less and less. Less Christians and less people want to hear what we're saying and hopefully what the Spirit is saying through us. And so we need God to open those doors that no man can shut. And so would you pray with us? Would you uplift this ministry in prayer, please, and our family in prayer as we experience great warfare? And I want to say that, um, you know, um, even though we're here in Knoxville, Tennessee, and we're connected with, uh, for the time being with Patriot Church, um, please know I don't work for Patriot Church. I'm not a staff at Patriot Church. We have our own ministry, the Truth and Love Ministry. And my heart as a pastor is for the body of Christ all across this nation, all around the world, the remnant body of Christ. And so um, this ministry is how we support our family, six kids, and, this, and, and your donations, your support is how we pay the bills. And the bills are going up. Everything is more expensive, uh, as you know, in your own life. The same with you, same with all of us. And I pray the Lord would abundantly bless each and every one of you, would abundantly take care of every need out there right now in Jesus' name. I pray the Lord would touch you in your home and your family. Needed in Jesus' name for revelation. I pray for salvation of family members, of children, of spouses. And I pray for faithfulness. And that's what we want to do. We want to be faithful in this hour to fulfill our mission because our mission is possible with God. It seems right now impossible. The days are dark. The days are fleeting. But yet our mission remains that with God, all things are possible. And we're going to continue in that mission. And we ask you to join us. So would you prayerfully consider a one-time donation? If you can just make a one-time donation to the ministry, tillministry.com slash donate, tilministry.com slash donate. We'd be grateful for that. And may the Lord bless that. 
If you want to mail that donation in and you don't want to do it online, uh, we can do that as well. And here's the address. You just go to our, our support page and right on the bottom there you see the address for our ministry, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. Just make the check out the Truth and Love or Truth and Love Ministry. And then if you want to go further and continue to pray for us and, and continue to support the ministry on a more ongoing basis, you can join our Gideon Army of 300 where we're praying for those 300 people that will pray for us and will support us on a monthly basis. $5, $10, $15, anything that you can do is a blessing to the work of the ministry. And so we're so grateful for every one of our supporters, whether one time, occasional, or monthly. Thank you to each and every one of you. And may the Lord richly bless you for your faith in supporting this work. We're gonna to continue to be truth tellers. We're gonna to continue to press in. We're not gonna back down. We're not gonna be quiet. We're gonna speak the truth and love on all matters, no matter what the cost. So thank you for joining us tonight. I'll be preaching this Sunday at Patriot Church um, and next Sunday as well. And I'll have more information about our upcoming events. Again, look at our events calendar. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, we have a, I think we finally have a delivery date on our brand new DVD, One World Religion Rising. Uh, it is coming out August 8th. It's delayed because we went with a new uh, production company. And um, there were some problems with because we, we go with a dual layer disc. So there's different layers and there's problems with the with where the break point was. And so that's, I know it's a little technical, but uh, that delayed it uh, quite a number of days until we got that figured out. But finally it's figured out and it's, it, we're supposed to be getting it in hand August 8th and we immediately turn around and ship it. So if you want to get your pre-order, do that now. Go to our website, tilministry.com slash order and order a copy now or get any of our other DVDs as well. Pastor Sharam Hadian saying God bless you. Have a blessed weekend. Stay true. Stay faithful. Mission possible with God, folks. With God, all things are possible. Pray to Him. Ask Him. All things are possible. God bless. We'll see you next week on Tuesday at noon Eastern time.